Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, thank you, Katie, and welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Thursday, June 13th, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a minute, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We are coming at you today live from Palm Springs in Los Angeles, California, it's a little warm, but pretty beautiful out overall. We're going to chat for the next hour about a little news, politics, pop culture, whatever's happened today. You feel free to call in. Let us know what's on your mind. Phone number to call is 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. Let's go ahead and step up on my soapbox and start talking. Mr. Craig, how the heck are you? Good. How are you doing, sir? I am doing just peachy. Have we gone to war yet? I saw that uh, Pompeo was blaming Iran for some tanker, and I went to the pool because I didn't want to start a war. Are we okay? I've I've missed I, I've missed any news over the past day. I, I, are we at war? I don't know. I Is just that know what's going on? Supposedly, uh, supposedly Iran. Pompeo said Iran um, blew up two tanker oil tankers today. Said it was okay. Iran's fault. So our, our oil tankers? Uh, I think one with Japan's, one with someone else's. I got okay. I also look it up. I was hoping you would know. I went to the pool, I refused to think about it. I was upset. Was it, was uh, it an accident see. or was it done on purpose? Let's see. Okay, um there's tankers burning it's in the Gulf of Oman off Iran. Uh Pompeo saying Iran did the attack. The stretch of water separates Oman and the UAE from the Islamic Republic. The incident comes among rising tensions between Tehran and Washington. USS Bainbridge was dispatched was dispatched out. The vessels suffered damage off the coast of Iran. Um, one of the vessels had to be um, abandoned and picked up by a Coast Guard. It's not pretty. I don't know what's going on exactly yet, but it's not a pretty thing, whatever it is. Aren't we always at war in one way or another? I mean, you know, they had this war on drugs, which is a complete failure. Had this, you know, all these war on immigration right now. It's going to be a complete failure as well with 13,000 children being detained. Uh, That's just a freaking nightmare. All these wars. Why don't they do like a war on, I don't know, mental illness? Try solving that. How about a war on homelessness? Let's let's try solving that one. All this shit about I oil. I can't be too much at war. I just turned on the TV for two quick seconds, and the breaking news is that Donald Trump is blaming the Democrats for war on collusion, and Nancy Trump. Nancy says Trump's an idiot. So. Well, back to normal things as usual. So I guess we're not at war. That's a good thing. Yay. <laughs> well, there is obstruction of justice. It is up to Congress to charge him. Exactly. That's what's coming Other out of that, the Mueller yeah, report. I just decided to go to the pool today. I wasn't in the mood to deal with news when I hear about Iran. Okay, and how could you go to the pool? Isn't it, like and, isn't it like 110 down there? It is right around there, yeah. It's a little warm. It's only like it's 80 up nice. here. Really? Dude, they've broken records all over the United States in the past couple of days. Heat record. San Francisco broke a record. Oregon. All of like Memphis, I mean, Memphis and, and Memphis? I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Uh, Salem, and uh, they they all broke records. Everybody's breaking heat records. Oregon, okay. All right, and yeah. then a shit ton it's, of flooding. It's only a balmy 104 here today. We're having oh, a cooling it. trend. It's, it's just 104. 104. Just, yep, yep. <laughs> just 104. Wow. And beautiful LA. LA's only 
It's just 74 to get to the rock. Don't even get to the radio. Yeah. You're trying to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a high of 80 at the most. What a difference a cloud or two makes, huh? Very crazy. Now, my mom was on the train yesterday. She got four, on the train at 415 parts per million makes. Right. 415 parts Mom got on the train last night, Pittsburgh, PA. She's on her way out to California, and she had to do a six-hour layover in Chicago. Your old neck of the woods this morning was only 63 in Chicago when she got there. Yeah, 63 and raining. Yeah, she was a little miserable out. A little bit. There you go. All right, well, we got so much stuff to go over. Any place you want to start today? Say what? So there's so much what was that? I can hear you. Today. I get people yelling around me. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Um, let's see what we should do first. Uh, we can talk about Kellyanne Conway. If you're missing the news, I guess she's at the news right now. Um, Kellyanne Conway, of course, is the quote-unquote special advisor to the president or whatever she her title is. Uh, the non partisan watch group, um, the Office of the Special Counsel, not affiliated with Robert Mueller's special counsel. This is a, a division that's been in Washington a long time called Office of the Special Counsel, nonpartisan. They look into different things that are going on. They have concluded that uh, Kellyanne Conway, the top aide to the president, be removed from her office for repeatedly violating the Hatch Act which prohibits government employees from engaging in political activity like talking about other presidential candidates and different things in television interviews on social media, which she's done all the time. So we have now a governmental office, an independent office, the Office of the Special Counsel, saying they should fire Kellyanne Conway for repeated violations of the Hatch Act. Now, these guys don't give that many recommendations. For someone to say someone to fire, that's a little little big in, in terms here. Of course, the administration is saying, oh, no, 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 this must be a partisan thing. We're not getting rid of our little Kellyanne. But, uh, so that's the big brouhaha right now we're going over um, between the White House. The, the daily, we always have the daily White House against somebody. Today it's against the All Office right. of Special Counsel in trying to say that Kellyanne Conway should be booted the heck out of office. I, I, I think she should have been gone a long time ago, but, uh, you know, Bill Maher is a friend of hers, and Bill Maher talked to her before 45 became president and, uh, you know, had a lot of conversations with her about, you know, what the deal is. And, and I, I think it'd be interesting to just go back and, and look at those if anybody's you know, interested. Um, well, I think you're confusing her, but I think Bill is pretty good friends with Ann Coulter, not as much as Kellyanne. No, and 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 Kellyanne. No, and Kellyanne. He's had Kellyanne on as oh, well. Really? Yeah. No, I he is really good wrong. friends with with Ann Coulter. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know he's good friends with Ann Coulter. I didn't know as much with um, Kellyanne Conway. I already got out of a long time just because her husband hates Trump so much, and it caused all sorts of strife between the two of them. Her husband, who's a Republican operative, is bashing Trump all the time and saying he's uh, mentally unstable and all these other things. So I don't know how you can work for someone that your husband thinks is mentally unstable. That's I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. How does that? How does their? How's their family life? I mean, how's their home life? What? <laughs> can you imagine what that's like at, at night? Unless they just turn and and are like you know we leave all of the things all of politics out of the house at, at night I, I i can't imagine i cannot imagine it's what it's be, like I mean, living in that house i mean who's the other couple at least they seem to like they they totally disagree politically but they seem like they got along all the time the uh james carville and mary mary matlin or mary whatever her name is um I mean, they were opposites. She was a Republican. He was a Democrat. And they were a very weird couple to begin with. But they would appear together and be smiley, and they raised kids together. But these guys, I mean, Kellyanne is like full Trump, and he is like totally un-Trump. But he's a Republican. They're both Republicans. I don't know what goes on over the uh, 
pasta, macaroni, and cheese at home with the kids. That's got to be a little weird. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, it, it's got to be weird, uh, you know. But, but at the same time, they may just be playing everyone. You know, they may be like really? uh, some type of team and and as much publicity. I mean, that's all politics is. So is uh, is freaking, you know, publicity and, and how much airtime you can get. So if they keep going back and forth, they're getting a lot of airtime over at like TMZ and stuff. So That's true. No, you're they're right. even getting airtime here. We're talking about them. And who are these people? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, who right, are these right. people? True. Really? You know, why should we even be talking about them? Uh, they're they're interfering in people getting their rights. And I'm not. I don't. I don't understand why. How if you know a, a, a gay person wants the right to be married, how that takes anybody else's way. I mean, takes anybody else's rights away to be married. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not understanding how how any of this interferes with. Uh, other people that already have these rights uh, you know how, how does giving somebody else the right to do something in this world affect you in any way shape or form well hopefully we'll find out by the march they're having a straight pride parade in uh i believe it's boston this year in august a straight so that's pride parade yeah what the hell three is guys that? It's it's three guys. They applied for a permit in Boston to, for under discrimination under non-discrimination that they were just they felt they were discriminated. There could be a gay pride in Boston, but not a straight pride. So three guys what? filed for a permit for a straight pride. One of them is a self-hating gay guy, believe it or not. Dude, the, uh, they have Grand straight Marshall. they have straight pride parades all the freaking time. All the freaking time. They, <laughs> they have Christmas parades. They have freaking Easter parades. They have all these holidays that are all for, like, straight people, right? I mean, they organize that shit. Right. So what? I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. They get they, they can have a, a straight person can have a parade anytime they want. I can walk down the street by myself and be like, I'm in a parade. What? That is so weird. What? It, that is just weird, dude. I don't, I don't get that. I'm, I'm straight, and I don't get that. Weird. It's very strange that people go in for publicity, obviously, um, but it's like, it's been an argument for a long time. I mean, it pops up in social media all the time. Why does there have to be a gay pride parade? Why isn't there a straight pride parade? It's like, okay. Wow. If you can get straight fired pride. from your job what is, what is in 24 <laughs> states. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you can man. have a straight pride parade once you can get fired in 24 states for being straight. Once you can be this, denied, this, this world is nuts. Like, it is. It's really silly, <laughs> silly, silly stuff. So, yeah. So we're gonna have a straight pride parade in Boston. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Uh, yeah. Why? Why? Why don't they get all that all that money together and uh, go for some mental health? Uh, put it into mental health because that's pretty damn mental to have a straight pride parade. What? What is, dude? I I don't I don't understand what's happening with this world. I I really I just I just don't. I I don't get it. I'm I'm about to lose my shit. I don't freaking get these people. Yeah, it's a it's a little crazy, a little crazy. So yeah, that's 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 a thing. That is an actual thing. It's been a tease about thing for years, but now it's an actual thing. They applied for a permit and got one under non-discrimination since. Gay people can have one. They figured they had to give one to these straight people. So, yeah, it's kind of amusing stuff. It'll be see, interesting to see who sponsors it. <laughs> Who's your sponsor of White Parade? Uh, brought to you by the KKK right here in... Yeah. Dude, what the hell? The floats it's are going to be black so and white, weird. probably. <laughs> the floats will be black and white. There'll be no color involved. <laughs> well, there, there can't be. I can't even imagine. Like, it, it'll be like when the president and his family visited England just last week. They don't have a, a gay wardrobe assistant or uh, you know anything like that. So there is absolutely no style. There is absolutely no color. Or well, there's a lot of color. 
but it looked like they were all wearing curtains. I, I, it looked like, dude, I don't know if you saw any of those pictures. It's like the the Broadway oh, musical Showboat has better freaking um, costumes than that. So I, you know, I I I just don't understand uh, any of that. And and it's like, how how is your street pride parade gonna look? You got nobody to put out flowers. You got nobody to build floats. What are you guys gonna be doing? Straight pride. It's going to be like uh, a cruising night. It's going to be a bunch of hot rods, right? Is that about it? I, I don't even know. If you get dude. bored, I, you got If you get bored, you need to have some fun and just search straight pride memes on the internet. A couple of them are pretty funny. They have one: a bunch of cars lined around Chick Fil A, <laughs> getting the drive through. <laughs> straight pride place. I mean, there's, there's some good ones out there. I gotta admit, oh, that's a good funny one. Memes yeah, I like that's it. That's a fucking good one. Oh, I just swore. Man, I have been trying oh. so hard. I've been trying so hard not to. I think it's like, uh, like now I've got a record. I I think going like Friday I didn't swear, and yep. and 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 Wednesday I didn't swear. It's like two days. One uh, little flip. It's gone. One little It's flip. gone. <laughs> All right, let's see what else. Um, another thing in the news right now, um, I don't know if you heard that Trump had this big interview with George Stephanopoulos from ABC News. And uh, so Stephanopoulos asked him about um, John Jr.'s little meeting and said, do you think it's okay to take um, meetings from people from foreign countries? He says, he says I, talk, I meet and talk to foreign governments every day. Life doesn't work that way. I wouldn't want to hear if another country had information on another candidate. It's called opposition research. So he's telling everybody on the air with George Stephanopoulos yesterday that if anybody from another country came with dirt on a candidate, he would definitely listen to him and use it. Wouldn't call the FBI, wouldn't do anything like was supposed to happen which was really funny because his security people were saying it was supposed to happen in a hearing that same time he's doing this interview, which was really amusing. So that's the sound bites of the day of the president saying, I would take opposition research. Anybody from a country that wants to give me any information on my opponents, I have no problem with that. So that's the latest thing he stepped his foot into because he does it so regularly. He lies all the time. Twelve times a day is the average now. The average used to be seven. Wow. Went up to eleven. Now it's twelve times a day. Wow, that's a little crazy. That's our that's our president, just freaking lying to people all the time. Where meanwhile we actually have disasters happening all over the United States. Forget the rest of the world because there's a whole bunch of shit happening. But but in the United States we have a whole bunch of natural disasters that need taken care of, and need help. And he's still messing around. He's still lying to everybody. Can he just yep. quit? Would be nice. Need him just quit. Would be nice. Hey, I think he might get early... That's the scary thing. Can we take an early break? I don't know what's going to happen. I doubt it. The only way, the only way that he, that's going to happen is he's going to. They'll cheat. That's the only way. But if we're all aware that they're cheating, then we're. It won't happen. Senator Warren just stepped into like second place above um, above Bernie Sanders in in the polls. I saw that. So yeah, it might be might Not be Warren. Not too far below Biden. But Biden went down to like twenty two. Dude, to I still love Buttigieg. I still love Buttigieg. I think he's the I guy so. that's got. I think he's got bigger balls than Biden does. Bigger balls than Biden. Right. So you know, yeah. Uh, That'd be a great campaign slogan. I like that. Bigger balls than Biden Buttigieg. Bigger balls than Biden Buttigieg. There you go. I love that. Oh, that is a good campaign slogan. Hey, can we take can we take a a early break, dude? I'm sorry, I don't mean to do this. I just I can't talk right this second. Um, for like, and can we make it an extended one for like six seven minutes? Yeah, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the John Stewart we were talking about yesterday. I'm gonna miss all that. Congressional stage, so yeah, but we you you've heard a bit, but we'll uh, we'll play that. It's an eight minute clip, so this okay. is John Stewart I, talking I should be about back for it. 9/11. All right, here we go. Thanks, dude. No worries. Uh, 
I want to thank Mr. Collins and Mr. Naylor for putting this together, but uh, as I sit here today, I can't help but think what an incredible metaphor this room is for the entire process that getting health care and benefits for 9-11 first responders has come to. Behind me, a filled room of 9-11 first responders, and in front of me, a nearly empty Congress. Sick and dying, they brought themselves down here to speak to no one. It's shameful. It's an embarrassment to the country, and it is a stain on this institution. And you should be ashamed of yourselves for those that aren't here, but you won't be. Because accountability doesn't appear to be something that occurs in this chamber. We don't want to be here. Lou doesn't want to be here. None of these people want to be here. But they are, and they're not here for themselves. They're here to continue fighting for what's right. Lou's going to go back for his 69th chemo. The great Ray Pfeiffer would come down here, his body riddled with cancer and pain, where he couldn't walk. And the disrespect shown to him and to the other lobbyists on this bill is utterly unacceptable. You know, I used to get, I, I, would, I would be so angry at the latest injustice that's done to these men and women. And, uh, you know, another business card thrown our way uh, as a way of, of shooing us away. Like children, trick-or-treating, rather than the heroes that they are and will always be. Ray would say, calm down, Johnny, calm down. I got all the cards I need. And he would tap his pocket. He kept the prayer cards for 343 firefighters. The official FDNY response time to 9-11 was five seconds. Five seconds. That's how long it took for FDNY, for NYPD, for Port Authority, for EMS, to respond to an urgent need from the public. Five seconds. Hundreds died in an instant. Thousands more poured in to continue to fight for their brothers and sisters. The breathing problem started almost immediately. And they were told they weren't sick, they were crazy. And then, as the illnesses got worse and things became more apparent, well, okay, you're sick, but it's not from the pile. And then, when the science became irrefutable, okay, it's the pile. But this is a New York issue. I don't know if we have the money. And I'm sorry if I sound angry and undiplomatic, but I'm angry, and you should be too, and they're all angry as well, and they have every justification to be that way. There is not a person here, there is not an empty chair on that stage that didn't tweet out, never forget the heroes of 9-11. Never forget their bravery. Never forget what they did, what they gave to this country. Well, here they are. And where are they? And it would be one thing if their callous indifference and rank hypocrisy were benign, but it's not. 
your indifference cost these men and women their most valuable commodity, time. The one thing they're running out of. This should be flipped. This hearing should be flipped. These men and women should be up on that stage and Congress should be down here answering their questions as to why this is so damn hard and takes so damn long. And why no matter what they get, something's always pulled back and they gotta come back. Mr. Johnson, you, you, you made a point earlier and it was one that we have heard over and over again in these halls and I, I, I couldn't help but to answer to it, which was, you said, look, you know, you guys are obviously heroes and 9-11 was a big deal, but you know, we have a lot of stuff here to do. And, uh, you know, we got to make sure there's money for a variety of uh, uh, disasters, hurricanes and tornadoes. But this wasn't a hurricane. And this wasn't a tornado. And by the way, that's your job anyway. We can't fund these programs. You can. Setting aside that no American in this country should face financial ruin because of uh, a health issue. Certainly 9-11 first responders shouldn't have to decide whether to live or to have a place to live. And the idea that you can only give them five more years of the VCF because you're not quite sure what's going to happen five years from now, well, I can tell you, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen five years from now. More of these men and women are going to get sick and they are going to die. And I am awfully tired of hearing that it's a 9-11 a New York issue. Al-Qaeda didn't shout death to Tribeca. They attacked America, and these men and women, and their response to it, is what brought our country back. It's what gave a reeling nation a solid foundation to stand back upon, to remind us of why this country is great, of why this country is worth fighting for, and you are ignoring them. And you can end it tomorrow. Why this bill isn't unanimous consent and a standalone issue is beyond my comprehension. And I have yet to hear a reasonable explanation for why. It'll get stuck in some transportation bill or some appropriations bill and get sent over to the Senate where a certain someone from the Senate will use it as a political football to get themselves maybe another new import tax on petroleum, because that's what happened to us in 2015. And we won't allow it to happen again. Thank God for people like John Field. Thank God for people like Ray Pfeiffer. Thank God for all of these people who will not let it happen. They responded in five seconds. They did their jobs. Courage, grace, tenacity, humility. 18 years later, do yours. Thank you. There you go. 8.52 minutes of one of the greatest speeches I've seen on Congress in a long time. Pretty good stuff. Wow, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of we kind of preached the the same thing. Um, they're spending all this money on stuff that they don't need to spend money on. You need to spend money on people's quality of life. You know that you need to figure that one out before spending money elsewhere. And especially first responders. You know, they're the first ones on a scene, no matter what the scene is, and no matter how toxic it may be for them. They don't, they're not, you know, they're excusing their, their own health and their own safety and their own security for, to help you if, if you're in danger, to help someone, a stranger. So I, you know, I, they, they really need to be taken care of. We really need to get this, this health, this mental health problem um, settled here in the United States. They've got it settled in other progressive countries, and there's no reason why we shouldn't have it here. 
Are you there, dude? Scott, am I talking to myself or can you hear me? We both got bopped off there. What happened? Did we both get cut off there? (laughs) I'm I'm sitting there talking to myself. (laughs) I'm not even actually sure. I'm all of a sudden looking up, and I'm not on the board. I'm talking, and I'm not on there. It's like, uh uh-oh. Then I look at a couple seconds later, you drop off. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) We're being cut off here. All right, we're back. Yeah, I was was just saying that that we, we definitely have this mental health problem in the United States that really needs taken care of and uh and just 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 healthcare in in general and that's why you know a a guy like Bernie is is trying uh Bernie Sanders is trying to introduce uh more socialized healthcare um I actually feel that and education are the only two areas that we need socialized because otherwise uh you start messing with capitalism and you start messing right. with democracy, and you can't do that. But there are certain areas where our government should be fully, fully responsible for just just like healthcare and just like education. So, but they want us sick and stupid. This is how they want us, and we all right. collectively have to be smarter than that, and not be sick and not be stupid. But with the with the first responders, uh, you know these. These people all took a job that that they immediately run into extremely unsafe conditions. Like their their right. security is in danger, their health care, their health's in danger. They, they may die, uh, you know, and, and like we saw in 9-11. So I, you got to take care of them after they've done that for you. I, they, they go in to save strangers. Yeah, I mean, it's powerful. I mean, he's like, he's like John Stewart said, it took them five seconds was the response time to 9-11, and we're now in the year, what, 18? Going into September, yeah, 2018. The 18, they, they're still, get, still dying. Oh, no. Eight, yeah. Reasons, so we can't fund them. Yeah, 18 years later. For the nation that was um, attacked. Like you said, New York wasn't attacked. The U.S. was attacked. New York are the people that are paying the brunt of it. And we can't right. afford to pay these guys health care? That's ridiculous. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. Un, un, it's just it's unspeakable. unspeakable. We spend unnecessary dollars on something like Space Force, which already exists. It's called NASA. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's also called our own Air Force. We do have supersonic jets that go into they're out of the troposphere they're into the stratosphere that, that's air force right. so i you know we we already have this and we're already doing this there's already monies that are allotted for that federal monies that are supposed to be paid for by taxpayers so we're the ones paying for all this shit can you please put monies into the areas where we want them to be put into such as our Healthcare exactly. type of quality. One of the frustrating things yeah. for the LGBT community is this new trans ban that they have on the military. Trump said the other week that the trans ban is because of all of the costs associated with it. They transition, and there's so many drugs they need to transition, and uh, it's just the cost. Of the you know what the number one medical cost is in the services right now? I, probably Viagra. PTSD. I have I have no idea. Viagra, Viagra, Viagra. Cost to healthcare. Oh no, no, exactly, no. It, it's it's totally related to PTSD, dude. Uh, these guys cannot get it up to have sex with their significant other, so they need Viagra because they cannot get it up. Dude, that is horrible. That is freaking horrible. That that's what they do to people. And then when they come out of the military, they're not taken care of? 
Yep. I just, dude, it, it, it's disgusting. I, I am so tired of the disgusting behavior humans have. It's really frustrating. Right. And then it's like people say, well, we didn't know what we were voting for. We voted for this administration. You knew exactly what you were voting for because he does the same exact things. We talk about all of his times going bankrupt, and there was talk about in the campaign how he never pays anybody. Well, the latest story right now, close to my heart, because it happened, started, the story started with Lebanon, Ohio, which is a suburb down in Columbus, uh, a couple hours away from me. The Lebanon City Hall, uh, Trump had a 2015 campaign rally there. Um, they had to do all their police and public safety and everything. So the Lebanon City Hall sent Trump's campaign a $16,191 invoice for police and other public safety costs associated with it. Trump never responded. Trump's campaign also ignored the bill. It is now three and a half years later they have not been paid. And so people started digging into this. There is now at least nine other city governments from Mesa, Arizona to Erie, Pennsylvania. They're all still waiting for Trump's campaign to pay for public safety-related invoices they've sent in the last Chris? three and a half years. The total pay Where's the total our, due. Huh? Where's Chris? Where's our what? Where's our local uh, law? I, know. Um, I don't know what to call him because he's not a, a, a resident uh, lawyer, but he's not really a resident. A resident. A resident. What's that? Right. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah uh, he's not really our resident lawyer. lawyer. He's not really a lawyer. Where is he on this shit? Right. He's an advocate, but, yeah. Um, Dude, no, he should get a class action lawsuit going against the president. Some are recent as president, and they owe at least $841,000 to local municipalities. These people don't have any money. Lebanon, Ohio doesn't have any money. And they spent $16,191 in overtime costs and public safety costs, and Trump has refused to pay them, his campaign has refused to pay them in three and a half freaking years, and he has 841000 almost a million dollars worth of bills to these small municipalities all over the country, which is the exact same thing he's done with his business. He never pays his contractors. He fights them in court so he doesn't have to pay it, and people go broke because he, the greatest businessman ever known, according to him, just refuses to pay his bill. I mean, he said he right. would run the country the exact same way he ran his businesses. Well, that's what he's doing. He's going to bankrupt he's, the country. He's been truth. He can truth. Yeah, he's, he's been power. he's been true to to what he does. It's shisty, but you know he's true to what he does. Yeah, at least he's honest about being shisty. I'm going to screw you over. But I'm yeah. your face. I'm going to screw you over. Um, gosh, crazy, crazy stuff. What else? Um, hey, have you heard? I've been, um, I've been forced, I've been forced to watch uh, Sex in the City. I, I, I'm not forced. <laughs> it's that you know, Katie, Katie wants me to understand a little more, I guess, of what women go through. And Sex in the City is uh, supposedly a good example. So I've been okay. trying to watch as many episodes in order. I've been trying to binge watch uh, Sex in the City. And in one of the scenes, there's um, Samantha is, has caused a distraction with a meeting with a guy and number 45. Uh, Trump's actually in the episode. And and he he turned and and hits on Samantha and says that your distraction, you being a distraction, just cost me a hundred million dollars because I just made a really stupid deal with this guy. So your distraction. So I think it's really interesting that I mean that shows from nineteen ninety whatever the hell and or two thousand whatever the hell. I mean it's 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 pretty dated and yet they are they were saying in there that this guy is going to get screwed for a hundred million dollars. So, you know, because of Samantha, but because he's doing a deal with Trump and he's freaking distracted by her beauty. 
So I think it, I, I think it's really interesting that, you know, uh, that it's coming back around now. And that was then. He was doing it 20 years ago. Right. No, yeah, he's, he's nothing if Still not. Still doing uh, the same shit. Consistent. Consistent in screwing of other people over, yeah. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> definitely being consistently a douchebag. Yeah, no, there is consistency in the douchebaggery. Uh, absolutely. Goodness gracious, that is crazy. Well, oh, speaking of Katie, your lovely fiance Katie, that you're that you're painstakingly watching Sex and the City for, which is so sad. But anyway, speaking of your fiance, <laughs> have you had a chance to talk to her? She had a big loss happen. Um, yeah. I just happened to read about um, today. Uh, yeah, I did. I, uh, I did have Edith an Gonzalez. opportunity to talk to her. Yeah, Edith yeah. Edith Gonzalez um, uh, passed away. She had cancer, and uh, they've been they've been trying to, you know, do as many. I mean, she went through chemo, and, and she, it was just a freaking nightmare. So, and yeah, it'd be, yeah I, I, I know it'd be. Um, I guess she's 54 years young. I mean, that's pretty young. Yeah. Unfortunately, yep. died of yep. cancer. Oh, no, my uh, generation, our world generation's world. dying off, dude. Yeah. It's dying off young. Yeah. You got me for another yeah. six seconds, bro. You literally have me for another six <laughs> seconds. So make sure to stay in touch for that six seconds. I was looking for things for our pop culture segment today, and that came up that Eva Gonzalez had wow. passed away from her cancer. Yeah, so Edith is one. I novella star, I decided to Google her name and Katie's together. There's pictures of them together all over the place. So all over the place, yeah. Well. They, did, they did multiple uh, novellas together. Um, the, uh, the, the last one was, uh, uh, oh, Ava Latra, I can't pronounce it. I'm going to butcher the hell out of it. Ava Latra, Tri, Trilera, I, I, I don't know, dude. It's Ava Woman Trucker and, uh, Edith, uh, I mean, Edith, uh, played, uh, played Ava. So that was the last novella she did with her. And, and that was, um, just a couple of years ago. That was just like two, three years ago. Yeah. And then um, Doña Barbara is the one that they are, like, really, really famous for being in together. Uh, Doña Barbara is just a a tremendously huge international selling uh, um, uh, telenovela or soap opera. Uh, All you got to do is go on, like, Netflix or Hulu or I don't don't even know. Just find it. it. It's out there. Um, especially if it was a Telemundo project, Telemundo has all their stuff on, on like Netflix. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a tremendous loss to the telenovela industry. It's a tremendous loss to the telenovela fans. Um, there are millions of people right now. I mean, millions, it's probably billions of people right now that are mourning her loss. Uh, it, it really is probably close to a billion people or more. Um, so I, she was just a just a a beautiful light in this in this world. She uh, and extremely talented. Uh, Adith was extremely talented. Well, be sure to send Katie along our condolences. I'm sure she's in the thick of it. She did pass away in Mexico City, and we know that. Uh, yeah, they Katie do in in Mexico. They do um, funerals and wakes really quickly. Like she she died this morning, and and yeah, in Mexico, dude. I and I don't know if I mean Katie's got too much grace to to be saying stuff like this, but these. Freaking news media source. Oh my God, dude. I am so tired of these assholes. Dude, I, I, I oh man, some of these journalists freaking suck. They suck. And Katie will never say this, but, but I will. They were reporting that she was already dead this morning at like seven or eight o'clock in the morning when she didn't pass until about 1130 or, or noon. And, and I just, mm. dude, I, I just want to smack these people, man. I just want to go off on these people. And now, like, Katie's down in Mexico and, and going to the wake and going to the funeral, and they're trying to keep the press out of there because she's just going to be hounded. And, and it's just like, it's just so 
brutal. The, uh, these frickin' journalists, they really, really frickin' suck. And I know, you know, that I'm not, I, I have to stand by, at least in the United States, I have to stand by the amendments that, that they have the right to, to free press. But start telling the damn truth. Sorry, I'm getting right. mad. I don't know if everybody heard me. Start telling the damn truth, because that's all we need. We don't need you to lie to us anymore. Just like our president. We don't need him to lie to us either. Dude, I just want to smack somebody yeah, upside they... the head. It's just brutal, man. Yeah. You know, they, they don't understand yeah. it, that they are, they are assaulting. Like, I physically want to assault somebody right now because of it. And they don't understand why why they don't feel like they're assaulting, what, the family? Or how about the person that hasn't died yet? No, exactly. Uh, It's it's ridiculous. uh, It's absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, no, she's a a great, great actor. I to send uh, myself and our listeners support to her um, because it's probably going to be a very tough time for a lot of them. She's trying to go down there for some positive things and uh, looking at all these additions she's doing and how she has to deal with this. So we're thinking. Of well, there's, else. yeah, no, no, there's no coincidences in life. Um, I, you know, she knew for, for a little bit that, that Adit was sick, but it didn't, you know, nobody, we didn't know she, she was going to die right now. And I, uh, the universe and and God, if you if you if you believe in that, um, you know, or, or Allah or whatever entity is has coincided with with uh, us on this, with you know, with, with more with Katie on this, not not necessarily with me, even though I did I do know Adit and I hung out with her many times. I had dinner with her many times. Um, I mean, too many times I I, I can't count. So. Um, uh, it, you know, it, it more coincided with Katie, and 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 is and is in like the universe is more in cahoots with her. I, you know, I don't know how to. It's not not a bad thing. It's a good thing, and that she was actually supposed to be there for this. And in that, there's been a, a tremendous amount of you know. I mean, she went down there for the intention to be testing for. Um, there's two novellas. Um, but that's not that that's that's not what it turned out to be, and I mean even though she is doing that, that's not why she was actually there at this moment. Because if she had waited just another two days, you know, and just gone down there for for the meetings instead of going down there and wanting to see, because she wanted to see other people too. She wanted to see her aunt, which she hasn't seen in a while, and she wanted to see her sister, which she hasn't seen. And, and she wanted to see Adit, of course. Um, and, you know, there's other people down there that she needs to see that are really important in her life that she hasn't seen in a while. So, so I, you know, I, 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 there's no coincidences in life. There just are, are no coincidences. So, you know, her, her being down there at this moment is exactly where she was supposed to be. Exactly. That's that's very cool, though. I'm glad she was able to at least spend that time to uh, to be able to pay her respects, and I think that's very important. We all need to to be part of people's lives like that. Yeah, it's it's more than that because um, Adit's family uh, really relied on uh, is really relying on on Katie and uh, and uh, Vanessa Bauche. Vanessa Bauche is a, uh, an amazing, also telenovela actress. Um, she is uh, also one of the biggest Mexican movie stars that are out there. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure that's where she's, uh, that's who she's hanging out with right now. And they relied heavily on, uh, Adit's family has relied heavily on them in this process of organizing the wake and, and organizing the funeral. So, but in Mexico, they do it like the next day, man. I mean, like the day of, like today is the wake and she died this morning and then tomorrow's the funeral. It's, it's done, dude. They, they move really quick when it comes to this. They don't, wow, you know, it's not like they're, they're waiting for anybody to come and, you know, pay their respects or any of that. It's like, dude, if you're here, you're here. So, right. yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how fast they move down there. 
right, well, while we're on pop culture, we only have about five or six minutes left here. Um, I don't know if you read this article, but members of the Television Academy, the Performers Peer Group, which means the Actors Group, have been disqualified from voting for the upcoming Primetime Emmy Awards. According to a Wednesday memo sent to the group and obtained by The Hollywood Reporter, a few members were found to have gauged in or advocated for block voting, which means they discussed with each other who to vote for with the intention of all voting for one or more specific projects. Is that something that's been happening forever and you're just catching it now, or I, what's your thoughts on this? I don't know. They, we're talking about the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, and we're talking about the Screen Actors Guild, right? Is that what we're talking about? Well, no, the Television Academies, Performance Peer Group. Television okay, Academy. so the Television Academy has gotten together and are voting for who they want to vote for? I'm I'm pretty sure they've always done that. I'm not <laughs> No, a group of them. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure they've always done that. I, I think the difference is is that they are probably doing it for their own benefit, and that may be where it's coming to play. Like they're going to make more money if a certain person wins. So you know, I, I think that may be more or less where where it's coming in. But. Uh, dude, uh, you know, uh, these are these all, all these organizations in the entertainment business. They're not, they're not really, uh, you know, I, I hate to bash bash the entertainment business. I've been involved in it since I was um, a, a baby. So, uh, you know, um, but uh, none of these are solid unions. None of these are are groups that have any real power. So, you know, and and they don't even have actors working for them. It's like a violation. You have to quit the Screen Actors Guild if you're going to work for the Screen Actors Guild as an employee. That makes absolutely no sense. Because without the Screen Actors Guild, I mean, without without the Screen Actors, there would be no Screen Actors Guild. And once again, it's a guild. It's not a union. So, you know, they try, but they really don't. They, they really don't. They, went up, they go up against other production companies with their lawyers, but that's because it's the entertainment business. You're not going to see them ever going up against any, any, you know, legitimate business for any reason. So you'll see them going up against, you know, other businesses that are, and I don't mean to call them illegitimate, uh, the ones that are production companies in the entertainment business. Obviously, they're not. They make billions of dollars. Um, but you know they they they're not going to go and and go out outside of the entertainment business and attack anybody else, so not legally. Yeah, I just, so, I, just I don't know. So, yeah, I'm saying that it's that it's always happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just. Uh, I think that they're just kind of benefiting themselves this time, and that that's a that's probably the problem is other producers and other directors and other people are like, no, you know, if you're going to be making some money, if you have like inside information on how a vote's going to go, then, you know, you you probably should be kicked out of the television Academy. So for doing that, isn't that like Pete Rose betting on his own baseball team? Isn't that the same shit? Right. No, exactly. I think he should have never been fired by the way. Rose. If he was betting on if he was betting on his own baseball team, and I know you don't know anything about baseball, but if he was betting on his own team, what does it matter? And especially if he was betting to win, and he was. So what does it matter? You know, if he's betting to lose, well, that's different. But if he's betting to win, okay. Right. You know, there's inside information on all this shit, on all over the place, on on everything. So if they're going to use it, they're going to use it. And I, you know, I, like I said, I don't know about the Television Academy. I, I'm assuming that they that they are going to benefit from it. So that's why they're being red flagged or that's why they're being called out. All right, let's finish up. We have time for one more little small topic here and let's finish up with some happy news. You and I talk a lot about Robin Williams and uh, his great um, comedy and presence and film presence. And um, he, his oldest child uh, welcomed his first child, a baby boy, with his fiance right. um, Olivia um, Olivia June, and now I forget his older son's name. Um, anyway, his older I son. Ju- it, I thought it started son. with a J. I just forgot his. What? I think it does. I think you're right, but I forgot. I think it's Justin anyway, him and his fiance, or, or Jason June. or I, I don't. Know. All right. Welcomed yesterday, 
um, their very first baby, a baby boy, and they named the son McLaren Clement Williams. Um, McLaren was Robin Williams' middle name, and they're going to call the boy Mickey in tribute to his dad. I think that's very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. So that's it. That's all the news I have fit to print today. Anything else you want to say before we finish out here today? No, I, I wish that um, everybody out there treats their friends and relatives and loved ones with um, respect and uh, with a lot of love because uh, there's just uh, too much bullshit out there to be dealing with. So it's a, you know it's a little easier when you are treating the people around you uh, with respect instead of being rude because everybody's just trying to survive here. So... Agreed. Good sentiments. All right. On that, we're going to play out with little Justin Mortinelli with The Fall. Guys, thanks for listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, special time here in Palm Springs, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern time, right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Play out little Justin Mortinelli. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Bye-bye. Peace.